David. Connor. Good morning. Good morning, good morning. And good morning to all you lovely listeners at home, and welcome back to yet another episode of the podcast, the shortened version that we entitle, David. Fixer! That's right, that's right. David, how's it going? It's going it's going pretty good, Connor. How's, how's, how's it going over there? I'm doing pretty good. It is the week before Christmas, so like it's we're, we're getting to that time of year, you know, the holly jolly spirit. Um, school is pretty much finished, though. We, of course, some final stuff we all got to take care of. Um, some some wacky, exciting uh, events coming up, Christmas style, you know. Um, and right. I, and because of that, I did not pick a Christmas themed movie for this because why would I do something so heinous? In fact, I thought it would even better. It would make sense. You're right. Like, logic would deduce that maybe, just maybe, we should Christmas theme our episode. But then I thought, you know what's more important than Christmas? Planes. Something to think about. And not the Pixar movie. No. I'm talking evil AI uh, AI controlled airplanes that want to destroy the world through nuclear warfare. Now, if that doesn't sound like a masterpiece movie, you clearly don't watch enough cinema. So that's what we're talking about today. David, are you excited? Are you ready? Is this is this something that you felt you've been preparing for your entire life? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I think so. I think so. <laughs> so uh, in case you didn't, you've never heard of this movie, it's called Stealth. And it came out in 2005, I think. And uh, this is a weird, goofy movie. So I had heard about this movie. This is my choice. I had heard about this when I was listening to another podcast. And I don't remember what led up to this. It wasn't about movies. But, like, they were just talking about stuff. And then someone brought randomly brought up this movie, Stealth, where it was, a, it was about an evil airplane that take that uh, wants to destroy the world. And I'm like, <gasps> like, that sounds like a movie. So I looked it up and found it. And I'm like, I got to watch this someday. And... Uh, just so happens that we have a show where we talk about random obscure movies that no one's ever you know heard of and talked about ever so like maybe we should crack open a cold one with the stealth boys and you know check it out so uh david since this was you know your since this was your like initial response to the movie you know i i shared mine and how i reacted to it now you've since you had never i I imagine you never heard of this i cannot imagine Yeah, yeah yeah No, so, I've, I've never heard of this movie. Yeah, right. I um, imagine not. I can't imagine this is a household name. So, no, uh, no. What um, did you think of the movie going into it, and what did you think of it going out of it? Yeah, so going into it, when, <clears throat> when you uh, said we were watching Stealth, I, uh, I I looked it up on the internet, and I just saw the, the pictures of the uh, the movie, and I was like, oh my god, this this looks like two hours of my life going down the drain <laughs> and you know I, I i texted connor that and he was like you don't think aliens in the attic wasn't and i'm like no but like that's a different story <laughs> um <laughs> um and uh so i went to go watch the movie and then i noticed that jamie fox is in the movie i was like oh um he's he's recognizable um and i guess that made me feel a little bit better going into the movie um and um i guess going out of the movie i was like yeah this this is about as stupid as i thought it was going to be um so it it, it didn't really surprise me 
Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that, that was kind of my initial thoughts and uh, house thoughts. Nice. Yeah, this is one of the movies of all time for sure. Um, <laughs> so, in all seriousness, I remember I went into the movie, right? I felt the first half was about what I wanted it to be. It was very stupid and goofy and weird and awkward. And I was like, you know what? I'm liking this. This is stupid. This is this is pretty funny. Like, I was on board, you know? Like, not that it was a good movie, but, like, it was one of those so bad that it's good movies. So I was like, oh, I'm enjoying this, right? I'm living it up. And then, like, at some point halfway through the movie, it's like they forgot that they forgot they were making a so bad it's good movie and decided they wanted to make, like, a, a normal movie. So, like, the second half was very, like, standard. And they didn't, and I'm not going to, like, spoil plot elements because obviously you want to watch that first half. But, like, there's, like, a certain development they do. And I'm just like, oh, like, that's no fun. And then it goes to be a normal movie again. And I'm like, this is, this is not what I came for. And now I'm sad. So, moral of the story. This movie is about half of the movie I wanted it to be. And the other half is very generic and boring. So, take that as you will. Um, I think, I think... I think more stupid bad movies need to enjoy being stupid bad movies for more extended periods of time, you know? Like, if you're going to make a movie about an evil airplane, like, I want you to make the evil airplane, like, the focus of the entire thing and, like, go crazy, you know? Keep making it as goofy as that concept promises. Because, like, right. even if it's bad, right? Like, you wrote, a, you wrote a movie about an evil airplane. Like, there's no salvaging this movie. Like, you're not going to make it a good movie. But, like just go all the way, you know, like I wanted, I wanted 24 seven nonstop goofy, evil alien plane. But like in the end, like they, they decided that like, I guess it needed a traditional finale and more traditional plot twists. And I'm like, no, you didn't need this. Like it just made me realize yeah. that this stupid concept was stupid and like, doesn't really work when you make it serious. <laughs> yeah. That, I don't know. Like, the whole like premise of the, of the movie like like just like going into it and i mean okay so the movie is basically about like like these three people uh, i feel like like uh air force people who are like these super super talented um like pilots they're like the cool um, bad boys like they're the coolest of the cool they yeah. in the beginning it's like there were three pilots picked for being awesome and these were those three like yeah, yeah. it's very silly yeah yeah um and like and then and then there shows up this uh this this ai uh plane that like can 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 apparently do the job better and then it becomes like a competition between like human instinct and like AI. And I was like, wow, you know, this is, this, this is a pretty, pretty, pretty cliche. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but like, oh, I don't know. Like they just didn't, they didn't, how, how they, how they did it was, was, it was really cringy, you know, mm-hmm. like, like they just, like I, I didn't like how 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 perfect like the three like main characters were. Mm-hmm. Like, like, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, they're such generic. Like, you got you got the guy, you've got the military girl, and you've got the quirky black sidekick. That is the stereotype that each of those three embody. 
and that's that's all they are <laughs> like there is no yeah. depth there's no anything to these characters like if you were to write up like pilot of uh, perfect pilot characters these three would be the archetypes that you'd use like there's really no in between yeah yeah and like remember the scene where like like after their first mission like i go to the bar mm -hmm. and like the two guy characters are like making out with girls and then like the the girl pilot is just sitting there like staring right at uh the main character dude mm -hmm. and it's like why why can't why can't why can't she get some um right. and like at that moment you know you realize that this movie was clearly only written uh for guys um <laughs> by guys um because i don't know it's so unrealistic no absolutely there are many there are many like tropes that they try to make like pro women but they kind of fail like her whole character is kind of a problem like she's she's very like yeah they treat her like she's this badass cool lady but consistently what she does in the movie is just say that she's cool and awesome then of course gets captured and doesn't really do much yeah. from that point on like it's a very like guy's approach to making a strong female character where it's like well we didn't make her make out with the main character the entire time like she's not really romantically <laughs> involved most of the movie but she still needs to be saved and is only cool to an extent like it is a very it is a very shallow look at fem pro feminism and i'm like you know maybe just maybe you shouldn't have done this like this is not a very smart character choice yeah no it's 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 so stupid it's so stupid right chad had to had to go and get captured yeah. also i don't think this movie has like a sense of like geography <laughs> so. or just like it's like how they're in like Tajikistan, like in the beginning of the movie, or like halfway through it, and then like at the end they're in Alaska, like like they literally flew like around the world. Well, I mean, I guess this takes place. This takes place in a future that's like it's it's distant ish, like twenty sixteen. Yeah, because it came out in like two thousand five. So like that is the future. So like, uh, they so it's weird because like. This is another point I want to talk about because, like, all the guns look like Star Wars guns, so like it's supposed to be like future. You can tell that, but also like there is like no safety precautions for like anything in this movie. Like for being the future, it seems extremely unsafe. Like there's not a lot of safety precautions when that when one of the characters goes missing, they have like no way to find her. <laughs> like I feel like at this point in the future, there would be some way to track down this stuff. And also, the evil plane goes missing, and they just don't know where to find it. Like, how is that possible? <laughs> like, this is the future. Like, shouldn't you be able to find things with, like, a radar or, like, a tracker? Like, yeah. you, you're advanced enough to have cool-looking laser guns, but you're not advanced enough to find your multi-million dollar AI plane. <laughs> like, it's so odd. And, like, there's a lot of, like, they, the whole, like, system of plane type stuff does seem very unsafe. And, like, I'm trying to figure out, like, why does it seem like these pilots are more in danger now than they would be, or than they would be in the real-life present, you know? Like, <laughs> it seems very sketchy. Like, it's a really weird universe. Yeah. And I yeah. guess maybe that adds into the geography thing, because, you know, we're in the future, so the planes can travel at a million miles an hour. <laughs> 
Because right. like didn't right. at one point they were speeding up and they were going like Mach one, Mach two, Mach yeah, three. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they're just fancy, <laughs> crazy planes. Yeah, those are some crazy fast planes. Right. Um. Also, I love how like the nerd character mm-hmm. like gets to wear like sweatpants and a t-shirt. Right. Just like real nerds. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, just like real nerds, while like everyone else is like in their army clothes. Right, that, that, that makes sense. You don't yeah. have the you don't have the dress up nice for your superiors. Just kind of come in like you woke up. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. This isn't your job or anything. Right. Also, I want to emphasize something. So, uh, one of my favorite stupid details in this movie is that so there's very clearly like a core a core ethos in this movie. There's a core emotional like or a core thematic problem. And it's like the AI replacing the people, right? Like this is kind of that quandary that kind of kicks off the movie. And like normally in a normal, in a good movie, they would kind of like sit down and have this be like the reoccurring theme and there would be lots of heated arguments about it and it would help with character growth as characters kind of decide which which side of the coin they stand on. But... This movie is not any movie. This movie's a bad movie. So its approach to this to this ethics question is literally discussed over dinner in Thailand at this kitschy themed restaurant. Like that is the extent of their debate into this topic. It's like it's almost like they're mocking you for thinking they would go in depth on this theme. Like they literally discuss it over dinner casually wearing like hawaiian t-shirts and casually just discussing the fact that they might one day be replaced by ai like it is just so sad and like i understand that you don't you know as an action movie you don't want to sit there and talk the entire time but like there's a level there's like a difference between like you know taking a break from your action to talk a little bit about the theme and then actively going to a like kitschy restaurant where like nothing is taken seriously normally this would be like character fodder in a movie and have the main theme be talked about there, and that be, like, the only time it comes up, besides, like, the one time they introduced it at the beginning. It's just so goofy. <laughs> like, this movie is so funny, and uh, the, the first half is so funny. And I feel bad, because, like, I want to talk about, like, I want to talk about the things that made me laugh, and the things that, like, are stupid, but it's, like, just in the first half. <laughs> like, I'm not going to talk about anything in the second half, because it's so boring. <laughs> like the second half is just so goddamn boring that like i can't talk about it but i can talk about the fact that they they crap on the ethos of the story and then you know all the other wacky stuff in this movie okay well, when did you when did you say the, the second half start the second half um there's a scene without going into too many spoilers when you when you learn of like the plane's intent and the main guy starts talking to the plane it's after that mm like there's a certain like there's a development after that scene that like you start to realize what the plot's actually about and you're like oh like this is not what i wanted it's funny because like at up to that point i was like actually kind of intent i was i was into the movie like i wasn't like enjoying it like i knew it was bad but it was just silly enough that like i was actually on board and i wasn't bored right like i was i was kind of glued to it but then the instant that happened, I was like, I felt my hand reaching for my phone. Like, it was just the instant <laughs> loss of interest. The instant they revealed that this movie was not what I wanted it to be anymore. And I'm like, oh. Like, it was so lack. Um, but anyways, David, what, it, what are some other fun points that you had about this movie? Things that you noticed? 
good or bad? Um, I mean, like, I don't know. Like, they're okay. So I want to talk about like the relationships between like the the trio. Sure. Like, it it's it feels so forced. Like, <laughs> they don't seem close at all and it, it doesn't seem natural or organic whatsoever like like the like um ben ben and kara mm-hmm. were like the, the two like the the, the main guy and the so, girl the, yeah the white um, guy and the girl <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 um like they're supposed to have like this chemistry with each other the entire time but like it, it feels so forced like they right. they don't seem to like actually like each other like, like, Kara just seems to be, like, obligated to, to like him. And, um, Ben is just like, eh, what the heck? Yeah. Why, why, why not? Like, I don't know, like, like, ugh. I, 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 I noticed that, like, a couple of times that, like, he'll, like, flirt with her now and then. But, like, it, it, again, it, it feels, it feels forced and just, like, very, yeah. very unnatural. Like, like, their banter is not is not natural right it also Um, doesn't help that i feel like every time that there's character development or like bonding it's always in a scene that exists for no other reason than to be character building you know yeah like there's nothing wrong with there's nothing wrong with having scenes for that but like in this movie there's like a very distinct difference between the action scenes the exposition scenes and the bonding scenes so like you could pinpoint when the bonding is like what points in the movie is bonding time and it's very, very, like, very structured in not a very natural way. Like, it always feels like when they're not bonding, they aren't as close as they were when they were bonding. Like, there's no interaction right. between them in any other scenes. And, like, half the movie, she, they aren't together. Like, the main girl character is off doing something else. So, like, it's weird that they don't, they don't really rely on that relationship that they were building so it's it's very just it comes off very awkward. Right, right, right. And Henry, uh, Jamie Foxx's character, right. he he seems very disconnected the entire time. Exactly. Yeah. Like his scenes, <laughs> he's like like I said, he's like the sidekick. Like he has his own thing going on, and like his emotions don't matter. Like right. his opinion on their relationship or the events of the story do not matter because he's just the quirky sidekick who wants to get laid. Like, oh, that's so funny. <laughs> Yeah, that's 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 him. I was about to say we've grown past the stereotype, and then I realized it came out in two thousand five, so this is kind of when the stereotype was at its peak. So I guess we haven't we hadn't grown past it yet. Would you really say that's like when the stereotype was at its peak? What's up? Would you really say that's when it was at its? Peak? I would say the early two thousands were when, like, late nineties, early two thousands was when, like, the 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 stupid action movie with generic character tropes were definitely at their like biggest and most renowned i would say it slowly died with like actual good movies in the late 2000s interesting interesting uh what was i gonna do i was gonna i was gonna try to remember is this actually did this actually come out in 2005 or am i just making things up yes 2005 i'm right so yeah um another fun point i'd love to talk to you about so and i guess this does kind of connect back to the thing i was talking about before but the uh the the higher ups are not nearly as smart in this movie as they want to be. 
like, I feel like this movie treats itself like it's a very dignified and smart idea. Which, granted, it does add to the silliness when you have a very hyper-serious movie about a talking plane. But, like, there's specifically this one point bugs me. They act like they would never send this AI plane into the field without testing, right? That's, like, the whole point of the movie is that, like, oh, it's this untested AI. It's like, we would never do this. Like, we would never send it out untested. We're going to test it before we release it to the, you know, be used. But they send it on two field missions. Like, I don't understand what that means. Like, what were these two missions where you were sending them to fight generic terrorist groups? They did that twice. Like, sure, it was an active participant, but it was there. So, like, that's not really, like, a practice. Like, it's very bizarre, and I feel like this might have been alluding to things that were going to come later in the movie, as you see in the second half. But that doesn't really seem like it's the case, because that's not really the point. Like, it's not like as a point in the movie where they talk about, oh, yeah, you were sending it into the field regardless of testing. Like, that was never a point. So I think this movie was just so stupid. It didn't realize that, what, or it didn't realize what in the field meant. Like, it doesn't know what that means, which I think is hilarious. Like, this movie does not know how anything works. Probably not. Yeah, honestly. They probably didn't do any research. I mean, great. It's a talking plane movie. I don't know how much research you do need to make for it, but. Right, right. Oh, man. You know, it gets me thinking. You know, people that make, like, bad movies like this, like, do they think, like, they're actually making a good movie? Like, I think it depends on the movie. their mindset? <laughs> I think, like, I think with, like, a movie like Stealth, where it's about a talking plane, I feel like there has to be a level of acknowledgement that your movie's probably not going to be very good. But I think, like, some movies, it's just, like, a level of misplaced confidence. Where it's like, I think this is going to go well. I believe it. Like, I think I everything I've done is great. But you're blind about the fact that you made it. And you don't realize that, like, there's obvious flaws and stuff. So I think yeah. it's definitely a variance, right? Like, some movies, yes. Other movies, no. I think stealth, you definitely had to acknowledge that your movie was bad at some point. And I think in the first half, they definitely did. But I think after a certain point in the writing process where it's like, okay, we made this goofy movie, but I do want to make it kind of serious and grounded so that, you know, maybe people will consider it an actual movie. And then they started to try to like reframe it as a good movie. And then they were like, no, that doesn't work. Doesn't, doesn't connect. Sorry. Stealth. Uh, so I want to acknowledge two quotes from this film that I feel like are going to resonate with you, David. Um, so the first quote actually is said twice. So, you know, it's a good quote. And that is, I gotta go pee-pee. Oh. <laughs> so yes, this movie about a talking plane says, I gotta go pee-pee twice. Um, if you say it twice. Granted, the second time was done as like a joke, but like the fact that I gotta go pee-pee was said at one point in the movie is just already funny enough. <laughs> and secondly, there's talking about the plane, the evil plane. He says like, something along the lines of, we gotta get it back before it takes a crap in its quantum pants. So if you haven't, if you didn't want to watch the movie before, you want to watch it now. <laughs> right. That mean, that mean, yeah. There's yeah, there's quantum, a there's a good quote. Oh, also, I, com- I completely forgot the biggest thing about this movie. The biggest funniest thing about this movie. I cannot believe I forgot about this. The f- it's absolute love for licensed music. Oh my god! Every <laughs> other scene is some alt rock song. <laughs> like it's so yeah. funny. I swear to God, like, the director left his playlist on and was trying to show it off. Because, like, literally every other scene, a character is blasting music, and it is always the most generic 2000s rock that I've ever heard. It is so funny. Like, 
it's 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 gets to the point where it's comical because like it just starts showing up everywhere. Like there'll be a random scene of characters talking in the background. Friggin' random ass song is playing. <laughs> like it is so it's it's so like in your face. I find it so funny. Like you know how like no. those you know how like Divergent and like stuff like that started playing random pop songs and stuff. Like the teen yeah. the teen pandering movies. This is like the yeah. predecessor to that. Like it's this is like the action movie of like oh we got to appeal to teenage boys by playing the rock songs that are in right now. It's so funny. The only yeah. my only hope yeah. was that the credits would have a cover of Drive, like the Incubus song Drive. But instead of they call it, instead of it being called Drive, it's called Fly. Yeah. That'd be funny. Anyways, I, I totally forgot about that point. That's a that I, that was such a confusing thing for me. I remember watching it and being and like every single time I, I could have done a checklist of how many times it did it. That was so funny. That's yeah. all I got though. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, uh, it's moving. <laughs> so uh, would you like to segue into some questions about the film that I feel might be? Yes, please. Yes, please. So let us begin. My first question is David. Where do you think this falls on the movies we've watched in terms of like how good it is? Is it on the high end? Is it on the low end? What movies is it most close in quality to? Like, what do you think? Um, I definitely think it's on the lower end. I think it's right next to like Aliens in the Attic. Ooh, damn! It's like quality. Damn, you're really dropping the um, hammer on this movie. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was it was so boring. Such I, a boring movie. I understand you. Yeah. I I would say so I, I like I said I enjoyed the first half for being really stupid and bad so I don't truly hate it I think I would kind of put it on the we have like a I, since we watch so many generic movies I, we kind of have like a, a tier where it's kind of like the the average uh, you know think stink movie basically like average I would bad. say yeah I would say it's kind of on that average level bad up there with like you know Little Italy and Piranha and Darkest Minds oh. like the middle of the road like I wouldn't say it's like embarrassingly bad like something like R.I.P.D. or Aliens in the Attic but at the same time right like it obviously it's not good and like it doesn't have <laughs> it doesn't have enough like dignity for me to be like oh yeah like this is worth putting up higher so I, I gotta just kind of put it in the middle you know like put it alongside those other two star generic movies that we watched. Um, maybe one day, you know, maybe I'll rewatch it and be like, this deserves to be placed lower. But as of right now, I think it stands as like, you're, you're going to rewatch. No, I'm not going to rewatch it. No. But I mean, like if it ever, if it ever is on like live TV and I'm bored and I throw it on and it rem- uh, it's on like a scene yeah. where it's like not fun and I'll be like, Oh yeah, this is bad. But I don't know. I, I think about the line, I gotta go PP, and I'm like, you know, maybe this isn't so bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so second question yeah. I want to throw at you, David. So what do you pose as an improvement to this movie? What would you do to fix this movie? Or do you think it's unsalvageable? Um, I, mean, I, I already told you what I would do, but I want to know what you would do. I think, like, changing the script completely <laughs> recasting all the characters and just like scrapping the movie as an idea <laughs> so yeah, like <laughs> yeah the way to fix this movie is to not make it make a new one <laughs> <laughs> i get you 
Yeah, I just wanted a, I just yeah. wanted a more goofy movie, in my opinion. Like, I just wanted something funnier. Like, right, right, right. I want a movie where, like, the end of it is, like, the plane, like, the, let's say, like, some evil government realizes that they've made this talking plane, and they're like, we need to destroy it. So, they, like, send a nuke at America, and, like, the evil plane is like, I'm the only one who can go fast enough to stop it. So, like, the evil plane, like, flies to the nuke, like, puts on, like, a giant magnet on the plane, so it, like, sticks the nuke to it, and it flies up into space and sacrifices itself to save everyone. And, like, America's like, God damn, that was the best damn plane that I've ever had the courtesy of talking to. We're gonna, we're gonna commemorate this plane so we'll always know what it's sacrificed to humanity. And, like, they build, like, a giant plane statue commemorating it. And, like, the girl character has a relationship with the plane and she, like, goes to a, his funeral. A, a, a romantic relationship? Yeah, like, a romantic relationship. She got, like, really close to it before it died. So, like, she's gonna be, like, weeping at the funeral. <laughs> like oh. it's gonna be it, I, I want it i want it to go all the way you know i want this i want this movie to be like a true a true so bad it's good movie you know yeah there's no need for dignity yeah. when your movie's about a talking plane <laughs> so that's that's my opinion so finally david i have a i have a solution for you a theoretical okay okay, okay. something that could improve this movie and I really hope you appreciate it because it ties into our last episode. What if instead of the three main leads, the rest, the, the, uh, the, the main characters, the ones that like are those three, instead of it being Jamie Foxx, Jessica Biel, and whoever the other guy was, the, <laughs> <laughs> the actors, hang on, let me, I got to get the names right because I don't, I don't want to mess this up. I believe in this concept too much. So what if the three wrestlers were The Rock, John Cena, and Paige? Mm. Like, I want mm. the full wrestler treatment. I think it would be a lot better. Um, I think, like, the chemistry between the characters would be a lot more real. Right. Um, it would be a lot funnier. Too? Honestly. I feel, like, I feel like underrated comedic genius of our generation is Paige from Wave Mania. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, so just like it'd just be a overall higher quality film. Um, I think it would be like an Oscar nom or something. Yeah, it would just be, <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. I I don't know. I don't know the technicals, <laughs> but it'd probably be an Oscar movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, something like that. Also, I definitely um, think if we did do this concept, there would be a scene where the rock would jump out of his plane and land on the evil plane, and he'd be like holding on to it if it's flying at like Mach three, and he's just like climbing and <laughs> trying to get into the cockpit so he can like turn off the plane. It's I would that would definitely happen. Um, also, I feel like I feel like the the uh, the, the relationship between the main guy and our, Paige will be the stand-in for the girl character. She would. They would definitely be much more. It would be much more interesting because Paige just has instant chemistry with everyone, as we saw in Wave Mania. Like right, she's just a master right. class actor. So like, she would definitely. She would definitely have the the the, the chops, if you will. Um, maybe I just need to rewatch exactly. Wave Mania. <laughs> you know, this movie has just a lot of a lot in common with Wave Mania. <laughs> this movie's like a live RTL. action Wave Mania. RTL ride the ride the ride the evil plane. R R T P R T E P. Right, right. So yeah, there's some exciting stuff in this movie. Um, so we got some pretty that was pretty good pretty good questions I think. Um, any last thoughts on the movie you want to get off your chest before we sign off? 
Um, I don't think so. Gotcha. I'm trying I think, to. I think I got it all out on the table. Right. Um. Yeah. I mean, I was looking at my note card. I think I got pretty much everything I wanted to talk about. Um. I don't have to go pee pee. I was really hoping I'd have to go to the bathroom so I could be like, okay, I gotta go pee pee now. But I'm. Not, I wouldn't lie on camera, so I'm not going to. So thank you guys so much for listening. We do really appreciate you guys showing up as per usual. Check us out on Instagram. What's that smell? Underscore you thinking again for any updates in case we miss an episode. Uh, we've got one more episode before the end of the year. At least we should. Wait, no, no, we don't. It'll be. It'll go out the week, uh, the first week of 2022 or 2023. So That's this was the final 2022 episode. Um, so that's pretty exciting. Oh man! Right. The That's next crazy. episode will be in the future, in 2023. Next um, year. See right. you guys next year. It'll be another think stink, too. So it better be a, what, you better pick like a really good movie to usher in 2023, David. Like, oh, yeah. It'll be great. Right. Like, very excited. Anyways, thank you guys so much. We do really appreciate you guys listening in. I've been Connor, and this has been David. And thank you for yet, yet again for listening to another episode of the podcast that we entitle, David. What's that smell you thinking again?